Sharukh, I feel like I've hit the film journalist jackpot like three interviews in four months. You have, you have arrived. <laughs> I mean, you're a star now. You're a full-fledged star. You're Shah Rukh Khan now. And you can retire after this. Absolutely. And, uh, Are you tired of talking about yourself? About uh, myself? I, it, normally, people don't ask me too much about myself. But about the film, but they ask similar questions. You know, that uh, is there a... Maybe, so I'll, 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 let me ask the questions that you may ask so I don't have to answer them. Okay? <laughs> so if you're going to ask me... Is there a concerted effort that you're moving towards a different kind of cinema, seeing the choices of your last three films, Dear Zindagi, Rice and Fan? No, it's coincidental. So, uh, as you're maturing, are you planning to do other roles, different kind of roles which are character driven and stuff like that? No. Uh, I think the younger girls are still finding me nice, so I'll be encouraged and keep doing roles with the younger girls. How do you see uh, with the advent of uh, uh, these actors uh, shifting over to Hollywood. Do you have any plans to do the same? And do you think Indian cinema can go uh, across and make its mark like uh, because of these two young ladies who've done it? And the fourth one is, in Race, you're back to a dark character. It's a space that you have done with Dar and Bazigar. Uh, how different is it <laughs> from those two roles? And do you really enjoy being the bad guy? Okay, and if I promise not to ask you any of these, then you are a superstar. Then. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm truly a superstar. Then you're truly arrived. You are, you are it. This is it. Listen, let's okay. Let's start with Reis. So, okay. so the the gangster film is by design sort of morally tricky hmm. because there's a bad guy doing bad things, but he's making it so sexy that hmm. we're all rooting for him. Um, and of course, you have done the bad guy before, but that was at the beginning of your career, and now you're this global icon. And yet, you're making a bootlegger so sexy that we all want to be a bootlegger. To be, you know, the Mia Bhaiki daring and the Bani Ka Dimag. We all want it. So, so does does that concern you at all? Because of where you are at now, it does most certainly. Um, as a matter of fact, I mean, this may be the first first time I'm saying it. Okay, I won't name the films, but there were a couple of films which did very well at the box office. People really appreciated them. Uh, and I was in them. I had said yes to them. And then I realized that I am playing uh, a real life based character uh, who may not be the person. And I told this uh, uh, to the director that there is no way I will not make him likable. And I just feel that person should not be liked. I think. Uh, you know, it's not something that I should sell to the people. But it's okay being him or a film is being made about him or a couple of other people and I should glorify it. So I left the film last minute. And uh, it was a very clear-cut decision in my head that I know I will make it attractive. I'm, I'm not showing off, but the way it was written, bad guys can be very attractive. And uh, I'm honestly saying this, I'm not showing off, but I, I have a penchant for bad guys. I can make them very attractive uh, somehow. Because I think they're both uh, the extremely good guy and the extremely bad guy. Both have something in common, that is obsessiveness. You have to be uh, possessed and obsessive to be really a devta and you have to be possessed and obsessive to be really a dharinda. And I think I understand that space as an actor, by my bringing, whatever. So I have let go of that. Uh, when Reis came along, when we became very clear that this is now uh, a study of bootlegging in a period from 85 to 95. Uh, it is kind of study of different, different zones, people doing it. Um, it's not real. It's not real. Having said that, uh, because it's not real, I'm okay doing it. He's now fictional completely. Um, when you say fictional, meaning over the top, stylized? Uh, no, it's not as stylized as Dawn. 
Don is really, you know, James Bond gone rogue. Sure. You know, so yeah. I mean, that's it's, it's, it's he's, cartoonish. Yeah, I mean, almost. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's really sweet. Yeah. Uh, I think I should not say this. Maybe <laughs> he's really mean. He kills people also. But uh, this guy is strangely in a realistic world. I think uh, some of the pieces that have been, uh, uh, you know, when they've done research, uh, the method of bypassing law and his competitors are very interesting and real. Intriguing, at least to me, because maybe I'm too urban a person. I don't know this is how it happens, so it's very intriguing to me. Uh, that being real, so it's not over the top that you jump from a flying plane and you know, tang, 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 that you'll be cool. Uh, he gets hurt, he's disturbed, and his problems are quite real. But he's fictional. I mean, there is no person that you can turn around and say. And, and I think Rahul and me have been very clear. That if he does something wrong, there has to be payment for it. There has to be retribution for it. Uh, by law or otherwise. So, in our hearts, we are clear that you know we are not glorifying him, but you can always find moments of goodness, humanity in the good one or the bad one. You know, I mean, how good is a guy like Bazigar that you root for him? You know, at the end of it all, even if it's for revenge and even if the father of the girls had been mean, what he does is really—it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. You know, it's not right. So, and yeah, his mother's unwell, and he goes and dies in arms. But you know, it's still not justifiable. But you kind of root for him because at the end of it all, I think the audience will react, realize even with Rice and with Don and with Bazikar, there is no existence of these people. And in today's time and age, even more, why are you glorifying bad things? And yeah, I've told by my actresses, friends also sometimes, just play the good guy now. You're a nice person. Why do you do all this? I enjoy it as an actor, to be honest. Uh, and I have no qualms saying that. It's interesting, you know, to just go completely. And, and they have more layers. And they have more layers because we know so less about the bad part of the world because I think the majority of the world is good. But there is a minority in the world which is really bad. What goes in the mind of those people is very interesting. For me but, but Shag, you said in an interview with GQ magazine that, you, that the film was more realistic and more hard-hitting and you actually toned it down. So did, was it toned down because you were playing this man? Uh, no, it was toned down uh, at the onset only because when Rahul had written it, and when we were reading it, of course, I'll, I'll be honest, the language part has to be toned down because I, as an actor, can't say some of the things. Uh, no, come I can't, on. I can't. You I swear shy. in life, I, don't no, you? I, I do in moments of weakness, but uh, I can't do it. I, I, I'm a daily boy, I swear. I, um, I mean, me and Vinod, when we sit down, we, have, we just speak in swears. But, uh, exactly. But in movies, I can't do it. I've never done it. I, I just can't do it. I mean, can't even say sorry. You can beep this out, but uh, Hindi made dog. <laughs> also, I can't say, no way. and uh, I can't say even uh, Vishal Bharadwaj's movie's name <laughs> on, on screen. I can't say it. I, I find it odd. I'm sorry. I'll start blushing. Uh, it, it's very odd for me. It, it is very odd for me. Maybe the F word, I've said it, but I've said it before the scene just to get a feel because it was there. Um, I had problems saying dusht in Devdas. <laughs> I'm like... Dusht? Yeah, because the connotation was... Uh, but dusht is like so... You know, I know, but Amar the, but the connotation was for a lady. So I, for me, it was becoming an abuse to a woman. So I, I remember you asked Sanjay if you ever interview him. It took me like nine, ten takes, and I'm like, dusht, dusht. And I used to keep smiling. I, I have problems swearing on screen. Yeah. But do you hope, Shahrukh, that your films will bring change? Do you wish for that? See, you watch a film, and at a very personal level, they can touch you. And then you can think of things. I mean, they can vary from. Uh, getting married after watching my film. I meet a lot of couples who say we married watching your film or he proposed to me. Just yesterday somebody, uh, it, it was your book by the way, I think. Um, somebody has proposed 
to his girl on the cover of your book and because she likes me and him. Um, so I think people can get certain kind of things that touch them or turn them around or make them think differently uh, by certain films like a Swades, you know, that hey, it's nice here yeah, that, you know, we should learn and come back and serve our country. It's a good thought. So through that aspect, uh, maybe the film can bring about a change in people who can then go ahead and make the changes uh, that the film kind of propagated or talked about. But as a whole, it's like a book. You know, it's not like you read this book and the world is going to change because of that. I really believe films reflect the world we live in. So it can start a discussion about the world we live in, the characters we play. And discussion can lead to a change. But on its own, you know, the movie they can't dunya badal gayi. Ya isko dekke sare log yahan se bahar jayenge aur kahenge aisa hi hona chahiye. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I'm being honest. I would love to believe it. At the end of it all, and when I say entertainment, I don't say it in a derogatory manner. You go there to just feel nice about the feeling that the film is talking about. So you can feel nice about La La Land, and you can feel nice about Dangal, and you can feel nice about even a, you know just an over-the-top Iron Man and have fun. So I think the bottom line will uh, remain, as somebody famous said, that movies are for entertainment. Uh, postal services are for messages. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, I was watching this uh, round table. You were talking about actors sitting together and talking about this. So, so the, the Hollywood Reporter round table with actors. And they were asked if they had ever fallen out of love with acting. And Will Smith said that he actually took a two-year break uh, because he felt like he had hit a ceiling with his talent. And he said, I, I spent two years just working on myself because your work can never be better or deeper than who you are. Hmm. Have you ever had a moment of that, like feeling like you hit a ceiling in your talent? It would be quite a thing to assume that I've reached the top of my talent first. Uh, or so that maybe not the top, but that you're not moving forward in terms of, you know, your own talent. Uh, you know, when, when I'm in part of certain films and I'm just going through the motions because you don't need to do any more than that. I have enough craft to know that, that you know, here I'm just going through the motions, you know, it's not really... And not in a bad side. way. And not in a bad way, you have yeah. to do it like that. Yeah. You, know, certain, you can't take it more seriously than it is, than it is you know, and I'm doing it like that. Um, I do have, like if I have a longish run like that, I do feel, listen, I need to um, just move away from here for a bit. I'm quieter at the end of the shoot. I watch better movies, I read better books, and then I go and sign a film like Fan. You know, I wait for that to happen to me. Uh, having said that, Mr. Sunil Gavaskar once during a match, years ago, said the only way uh, to get bad form or uh, the lack of interest in trying to get it right is to get the bad balls out of the system. You know, just keep batting, just keep batting, get the bad balls out of the system, and then you'll start hitting the ball that you want uh, uh, you want it to be hit like. So I would vary from uh, how Mr. Will Smith thinks that instead of taking a break, I just like to go and, you know, play as many balls so the bad balls are out, that feeling is get out. Get the bad films out of your system. Just get them out, you know, just keep doing it. And, and Anubama, the biggest struggle now, it's not a struggle, I think it's an understanding, is how much can I expose of the real me in a character? You know, that is the struggle. You know, when you're new, and you'll notice this with newcomers who are really wonderful and you like them and you talk about them. There is a strange rawness which they are not, they don't know how to hide themselves. You know, when I came in initially, my jeans were wrong, my t-shirt was wrong, my hair was wrong. From the physicality to the emotions, they were wrong. I was 
I didn't even know right or wrong. So I just went ahead and did it. Sometimes it struck a chord, sometimes it didn't. And even when it didn't, it didn't seem uh, uh, wrong to a lot of people. It was like, it got a smile to your face, like a little kid. Um, but as the craft develops, I think somewhere down the line, uh, you know, those emotions start getting subdued. I just want to come back to being uh, that rawness again. It won't be raw ever. But can I have the guts to be myself now in scenes? Uh, like there are moments in fan, like when, when the actor talks one scene, I was really ashamed doing it. Not because it's happened to me or I've done it, but it was really uh, nudifying a part of me that what would happen to me if this happened to me? And yeah, this would happen to me. My ears were uh, getting all hot. And I told Manish, I'm going to the car. I'm short, I'm going to go. And I'm going to sit in the car. Which scene is this? Where this guy gets angry at me or late and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and I get back to the anger. And yeah. I just turn around and I say, no way, yeah. I'll do a good show or something. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. it. But I felt really awkward because I am in that movie star space by profession. Um, I have been late. Uh, maybe I have not been subjected to this kind of humiliation ever. But it can happen. And what would I do? And if I had to, I think I would end up perhaps having to do, I'll give you a good show. And oh, it was really, uh, uh, even now when I say it. So, but I like doing it. I enjoy doing it. I'm very proud of having done it. But that's just a moment. Can I increase that moment? Can I, you know, when, when I, I, I never understood it when Picasso said that after years of painting, I want to start painting like a child. I thought it was a nice line to say, you know. But I understand that now, more so. And, uh, and yeah, if it works like for Mr. Woolsmith, that you, know, you take time off, uh, that I, I don't know, I've never taken time off. So I don't know. Suppose I take time off and just stop wanting to act. <laughs> <laughs> that would be scary. Yeah. They'd be good for some, but scary for me. Yeah, don't go there. No, no, please, I won't. Then, then see, how will you be a star? Exactly. No, there won't be an This is my only shot. You, I'm not going to go for a break. Yeah. So, Sharika was reading Karan's book, and, and in which he talks about you, Salman and Amir, and, and he says that the Khans have a controlled megalomania, and you know when to use it, and you know when to let go of it. Is, is that true? Do you guys have a controlled megalomania? I would not be able to comment on Amir and Salman. You okay, know, because, when we, uh, yeah, because when we meet, uh, I think we somehow meet at the same level. We've known each other for 20 years. So I think that part of our trapping, uh, at least vis-a-vis -vis each other doesn't come out. We just... Uh, it's difficult not to be, uh, if you just ask about uh, me. I mean, I have a different way of expressing it. It's difficult not to start thinking uh, special about yourself at times, on days, in evenings. Be a little more, you can hide under the garb of being a little more sensitive than the others. Or, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you say something to me and I may not rebut or get back to you, but it's hurt my uh, ego. In normal circumstances, you know, maybe it doesn't for others. Uh, like if I go for a show and I'm about to make to wait for it longer than I would, or somebody doesn't understand that I'm late, I, I always say time starts uh, when I reach someplace. Now that is quite a megalomaniac thing. <laughs> you got you got to respect each other's time. I know that. I know that. I, I believe that. But there are days when I'm late and I'm like, no, time starts when I reach someplace. Yeah, so it's okay. Like the, the day before yesterday, I was reading an interview of someone who said to wait for five hours because Shahrukh works at night. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you should. That's how I roll. <laughs> so it, is, it is. It is. Yeah, you do, you do get a little. You know, you live with yourself. I work 18 hours with myself. I'm only in an atmosphere where I don't meet normal people. I'm meeting people who are make-believing things. 
uh, you talk in a certain way, you are always living some other character. Uh, you have only six, seven hours of normal daytime with people out of which four, five hours you sleep. You know, so you really are out of touch uh, at times with reality. And when you're out of touch with reality, then the only reality you know, you know is yourself. And you're not real, you know. Who, who, who can be real in my place? And I'm not showing off, you know, to be who I have been for 25 years in the best of ways. It is very unreal, you know. It is unreal, you know. I mean, but, but you know yourself aware enough to let it go when you have to. Oh yes, I, I do. I try to be, I think a lot of my excessive humility uh, comes from trying to cover that up. You know, I, I really try to behave very humble. <laughs> I try to be really nice, I try to be very courteous and I am most of the, I mean I'm brought up like that too. But I think sometimes I overdo it just to, you know. Uh, just to compensate. compensate. Yeah. 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 So I read, Sharab, this amazing list you made for any man any boy who wants to date Suhana, you've said get a job. So this is your list for that person. Get a job. Yeah. Understand I don't like you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm everywhere. Yeah. Get a lawyer. Oh. She's my princess, not your conquest. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite. I don't mind going back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do to her, I will do to you. So, how is this lovely have girl? Stuck, have you also stuck this in your room and told Vinod to follow suit? Oh, this is <laughs> his, his list of absolutely. Right here. How will this lovely girl ever find a date? No, the fact that I can say it in jest <laughs> means I won't do any of this. this. Yeah, I'll, you I'll, won't? Are you going to be a really progressive father? I am. I'm extremely progressive. I, you know, I just, I'll be again saying this. I will never be able to ask my daughter, uh, is he decent? Does he treat you well? I'm too shy to talk to women, including my own daughter. I would never be so personal with her because that's her space. Uh, because I can't be personal with her, I've just put it out on social media just in case. You just said it to a magazine. <laughs> just, everybody should know this huh? because I'll never be able to ask her. I think uh, whatever her choice would be, uh, wherever, however, with whoever she wants to be with, I, I'm just going to love the person, to be really honest. I mean, this is just a false bravado. Uh, hoping the macho father thing will scare you. Like, you know, my dad has big moustache and carries a gun. You know, like I was, <laughs> my, I was told by my brother-in-law once that, you know, my mama is my mother, she So I'm like, yeah, you are scary people, sweet sa mama. Tha. You know, he was like a jagat mama, he's the sweetheart, he's a singer. And he's really, really kind and sweet and has a great sense of humor. But you build up, so I have build up. Kiya. And today on your show, I'm breaking that build up. I, I'm not like this at all, so, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Be afraid. I do, I do swear in real life, yeah. <laughs> and finally, Sharuk, tell me, seven years ago, when Savarya went up against Om Shanti Om, I remember you talked in interviews and, and you almost sort of vowed to kind of destroy the competition. Okay, you were really combative. Was I? Yeah. And, and you did it, you did it to the point where they stopped local production. And, and I remember interviewing Michael Linton, the CEO of Sony, like maybe a year later. And I said to him, I said, what did you learn from that experience? And, and he said, we learned that you don't go up against Shah Rukh Khan, no matter how good your product is. Today, are you that man who will sort of destroy competition? Um, destroy? Clash, aggressive, I, I think is not the word. Maybe, you know, seven You don't years seem ago. like that anymore. Uh, I'm not like that. I wasn't then also. But I do. I have a competitive spirit. I can't deny that. I won't be where I am if I wasn't competitive in my head. 
but I have said this to you, I think maybe in the book or somewhere, that look, if I'm climbing a mountain with someone, I'm, I'm not going to cheat in any which way or be underhand in any which way to win that race. I make my films with a lot of confidence. Uh, that's why I do the film that I'm doing. So, uh, competitive-wise, yes. One, it's unfortunate. I'll, I'll be very honest, you know, because you make a big film now more so than before, say seven years or even earlier. I, I, I'm somehow the leader of the pack in that film, somehow. Not by choice or design, I just happen to be, you know. We have big production houses, Red Chili's is big, Excel is big, Rahul is a fine director, everybody, Nawaz is a fantastic actor. But still, it is led by me somehow. It becomes your film. It becomes a Shah Rukh Khan film. Whether I like it, I don't like it. Uh, I mean, I had to struggle to make Dear Zindagi not my film. You know, that I'm not really playing the lead. Uh, please don't put the pressure on this wonderful, beautiful film that Gauri and Alia have made, you know. So, I don't know how to handle that anymore. So, I, the responsibility weighs heavy on me more. It's more than the competition. And I just hope I don't let anyone down here. Because, you know, I work with directors who are coming from a different space. And I know deep down inside, they want to make that 200 crore film also, you know. And they feel this is it now. You know, we've got that option. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. There are different directors who, uh, cameramen, music directors, singers, you know, everybody hopes with this film, like, this is your third interview, you've arrived. So exactly like that. <laughs> A lot of people think they have arrived because they've done that film. It happens with Stardom, that I've got this big film with a big star, with a big production house. It, it, it really weighs heavy on me, the responsibility. And I just hope I get it right for every count, you know. So you are filling in the squares, you're like, okay, I hope the box office is good because somebody was thinking that. I hope the critical acclaim is good. I hope the awards are good. I hope the, you know, overall world domination ideology someone is good. It has become, when you are a star, it does become uh, a huge responsibility. So the competitive edge is still there, but in terms of delivering that responsibility. I'm not going to turn around and say, I do it for others, you know, it's not me, you know, it's for the others. I'm not, I'm not a social worker, to be honest, but uh, somewhere I just cannot discount the fact that whoever is working with me, like I genuinely, honestly feel extremely sad that I let Manish Sharma down. And it's got nothing to do with, one can turn around and say the film didn't work for that, X, we also knew the film is not a commercial film, but I still feel 10%, 20% I let him down. Somewhere I could have been a little more, I'm more experienced. Maybe I should have said something. Maybe I should have felt something. Maybe I should have changed something. Maybe I should have done something. Uh, I'm just an actor in the film. I think I did my job to the best of my capability. I'm not questioning or feeling guilty, but I know Manish Sharma deserved uh, a better platform when he worked with me, and I'm not taking away from what he's done before. But I just feel saddened by that. I told you that last time also. It, it's not the destruction of, oh, I didn't make so much, or I did. It's just like, yeah, he's such a good director, he needed, uh, and even if it did not work with me after that film, you know, it just, I, I just own that part. So, that part uh, does get a little uh, heavy. And I want, you know, it's a strange amount of goodness in a megalomaniacal uh, movie star who's self-obsessed that, listen, I hope it just goes right for everybody, the actress, the other two actors, three actors, everyone, there are a lot of people in this film here. Yeah. And in every film. So it's not like a producer. It's just like uh, the guy who unfortunately has been chosen to be the leader. I wish I did not have to lead a film. I really, really wish sometimes. You know, every time I work with a bigger director or uh, an, an, a, a named uh, person, I'm like, I hope 
it's about him or her. It's not about me. I just want to come and act. But it doesn't remain so. This is an affiliated job that I have to bear the responsibility of. You got to look after everyone. In your See, head at least. In my head and in my heart, yeah. I, I, I don't have to say it. Uh, I can't say it. I think all of us are equal working on a film. I'm the least uh, talented sometimes on a set. Sometimes I'm the uh, most pampered. Uh, sometimes I'm the most looked after. Sometimes I'm really good at what I'm doing. But at the end of it all, uh, without perhaps wanting to be so, uh, it's, it's difficult uh, being the person who just suddenly gets the one to be looked up to. And it's very sweet, you know, sometimes a film is being made and everybody else is like, Sharmai, wo bahut acha lag raha sabko. So they're even trying to make me feel nice, that everything is working. And I know, I know all this. I, that's why I'm beginning to get detached from my films, you know. I just need to move away. I don't even watch my films now, um, the complete product. I'm like, let me just move away because I can't get so uh, into it that it starts playing on my mind. Because at the end of it all, I'm just an actor. I just need to go and do whatever I can do to the best of my capability, be myself as an actor. So, it does get, uh, you know, some, some, some friends, Adi and all, sometimes tell me, to this picture, mein ha, to so aram se, khana kha kya, rest kar, aur kuch nahi socha, kuch nahi socha, to sirf act kar. I just want you to come and act in this picture. Kuch nahi karna to us. So they feel that I want to do that. I feel I want to do that. But invariably, it can, it, you, you can't avoid it at times. So, yeah, so uh, the competition is to make sure that everybody else gains what they set out to gain in a nice way from the film that I'm part of. Well, good luck. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You are it now. You've made it. So I just want to tell you on Film Companion, Anupama Chopra has arrived. This is her <laughs> third interview with me on the trot in the three months. Amazing. I mean, you know, I would give her an Oscar for this achievement. Lifetime Achievement Award goes to Anupama Chopra on Film Companion for getting three interviews with me after 20 years. I mean, God, she's... she's and a, listen, I didn't ask the questions. That and you, you didn't even ask me the questions. She's the Will Smith of world cinema right now. Are you, the James are, Cameron. Are you hinting that I should take a two-year break? I'm the Will Smith. Longer. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, come back and interview Suhana now. <laughs> yeah, maybe her children from the guy who was going to read all this and not date her. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's all the best. I like coming on round tables. It makes me feel important. No, really. <laughs> I see all round table um, discussions and all, and I've never been on one of them. But I, I really enjoy being around. You make me feel very important because of the round table. The square ones make you feel you're not such a big star and an actor. Round table makes you take yourself serious, seriously as an actor. Thank you, Nupma. <laughs> okay, now I'm incapable of asking anything else. <laughs> no, you can, please. No, no, of course. No, you can see. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, everybody. This is Shahrukh Khan on uh, Film Companion. And if you like this video, press the button and subscribe.